consider anew, the daily micro-podcast that invites you to discover something new or see a familiar thing in a new way. On each episode, I share a quote that I think is interesting or important. I share why it resonated with me and why I think it's especially relevant today. And then I invite you to see how any of this hits you, how any of it might be valuable in your world. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Crawford. Welcome. What is up, everyone? Happy Monday. Good to see you, hear you. Thanks for being here. Today is March 22nd, 2021. And again, thanks for being here. Today's quote comes from a, an educator named Brett Turner, who wrote a piece in Learning for Justice uh, in 2019 called Teaching Kindness Isn't Enough. Uh, and I read this piece a little while back, and so much of it is great, so definitely you got to check it all out. And this particular quote jumped out at me, and it goes like this. Young children are not only developing a sense of morality, they are developing a sense of who they are. This includes their race, gender, class, and more. These identities have never been treated or represented equally in our society, so when we teach about love, acceptance, and kindness without addressing this inequity, we gloss over crucial differences in the ways our students experience the world. The harm done by long-term exposure to injustice, to the kind of imagery found in racist books, microaggressions, and discrimination, calls for more than a simple understanding of kindness. It demands that kindness be interwoven with substantial notions of true justice. So this is me thinking about the unacknowledged, the invisible, the unconscious that soaks into us and impacts us without us knowing. So in this piece, Turner is talking about identity development, arguably the thing, these days at least, that is making it possible for good and decent human beings to live in multiple realities in the same country, town, home. You know, it's that identity. That's what we're talking about. And there are a lot of elements that over time and all the time that impact our identity, some of which we make intentional conscious choices about. So maybe the food we eat or the music we listen to or how we dress. Arguably, these are choices we're making consciously, and these choices help situate our identities in such a way that others can get a sense of who we are or what we're about. Those are some of the intentional conscious choices that affect our identities. But there are lots of other elements that are beyond our consciousness that we absorb through a kind of psychosocial osmosis. And this happens in schools, at home, with friends, watching TV, on social media, pretty much everywhere. And unconsciously, we're consuming uh, a range of ideas. And as Turner says, with respect to race and gender and class, these identities have never been represented equally which means that those who consume such framings of those elements of identity are situating themselves in relation to others in an incredibly distorted way. So, you know, much of me figuring out who I am is seeing others and seeing how I'm similar or different. And if those others are presented to me in a biased way, then the identity I build will be based on insufficient or inaccurate elements. And I'll engage with people and things in a way that is likely to mistreat and harm them. And, you know, surely this has been the case for me and countless others. And without the intentional inclusion of love and kindness and justice 
um, in our teaching, in our news coverage, in our politics, in our dialogues with friends and family. You know, this country's current circumstances of racism and oppression and discrimination are likely to continue. Um, I want to leave you with three things for this episode. First is an organization called Learning for Justice. It was formerly known as Teaching Tolerance, and it is one of the best, if not the best, um, organizations and, and websites for resources and trainings and professional development uh, for, for educators all around justice. And so you, you got to check them out. Um, the second is a, a Twitter thread uh, from a journalist named Michael Harriet. Um, this thread was posted earlier this month about the Dr. Seuss conversation that was happening and kind of the, the cancellation of certain um, books from Dr. Seuss, and I think for good reason. Um, but anyway, you got to check out this thread. It really had me thinking about representation uh, in a different way. So check that out. And the third thing is uh, an organization called the Zinn Education Project. And the Zinn Education Project promotes and supports the teaching of people's history in middle and high school classrooms across the country. And it's based on Howard Zinn's book, A People's History of the United States, which is a must read. And this particular website offers free downloadable lessons, articles, uh, and uh, lots of other amazing things there. So again, check that out. And I will leave it there. Thanks so much. That wraps this episode of Consider Anew. Check out the show notes for links and other details. And if you liked what you heard and you're willing to help the podcast out, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And if there's someone in your world who you think might appreciate this episode, do them a favor and send it their way. Thanks to Michael Lipset of Pastel Stories for Thought Partnership. And thanks to you for tuning in. As always, I'd love to hear from you. Say hello on Twitter. I'm at MJCraw. And connect with me at www.mjcraw.com. And until next time, consider anew. Thank <laughs> you.